Hey there, podcast listener. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where each and every week, the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader and investor. For more information, products, services, and detailed show notes, including a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the News and Media tab in the navigation. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillam, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within, and today I want to talk about um, an email I got geez, probably 15, 16, 17 years ago, somewhere sort of in the in the bracket there, and it was from a, a trader that I'd met um, at a seminar um, somewhere I just popped into this seminar of somebody was I, I knew was presenting and this person knew who I was and and came up and introduced themselves and said they've been trading or trying to trade for a, a number of years and um, and they said they were having troubles and they said they were losing money and I said well what's wrong and they said well I, don't, I can't I, I struggle taking stop losses you know I just can't enact my stop losses and at that time sort of as I said you know 15 16 17 years ago having internet trading was something that uh, was really really um, not happening at the time or was only just in its beginning so you know you needed at that time you're pretty much having to ring brokers to, to place all your trades both buyers and sellers and I said to him look I said email me and I'll get you a name of a broker um, who uh, I'll have a chat with and I'll make sure uh, if you set up an account with him and I got nothing out of that but I said set up the, the trade account with this broker and and then we do a, tell him that he's not allowed to accept orders from him unless you've got a stop loss and that you tell him what it is and then you give him authority to enact that stop loss if it gets hit that way at least you're protecting the downside and the, this gentleman said, oh, that's a great idea. But he didn't email me. And a couple of months later, three, three or four months later, I, I saw him again um, at another workshop. I said, how are you going? And I said, I said, I didn't hear from you. And, and he goes, no. And he said, I'm still having trouble. And he was having a lot of trouble at that stage. And so I gave him some, some more um, information uh, and some more help. But then I received an email from him and he was sounding quite desperate. Uh, about what was going on and and this is the email that he sent me after a couple of a couple of emails going backwards and forwards and then he finally let me in on what was going on and uh, and I put this email into our advanced course in share trading investment so advanced deployment share trading investment because I thought it was so good and it really is something that everybody should take note of because it's he's not the only one that I've I've come across that's like this um, and has not been able to trade for a, a, a number of reasons, and it's mainly their psychology, and, and this is an, a real email. It's not a not a made-out one, and it goes like this. He said, despite this consistent and sound trading method, methodology, reality can sometimes bite the best of us. Following is the description of a real-life trading solution that the trader that this trader that I was just talking about only recently, it contains some pertinent trading messages that we can all learn from. So that's my introduction to it into in our um, advanced diploma course. So he starts off for the financial year, starting the first of July two thousand three. So what's that? Fourteen? Actually, that's fourteen years ago. Sorry, it wasn't not quite far back as what I thought. I decided to try a new trading strategy. I only traded a fifty thousand dollar account with a one percent margin. 
um, which equals $5 million in position. So his trading futures can be opened on the CFD indices as I trade. And every time the account reached 55000 I removed $5,000 and transferred that into a non-trading account. Great rule. Keep me moving your profits out and keeping your account where it should be. Great rule. My other new rule was that I stopped trading for the remainder of the week once my profit objective had been reached. Or, as a bonus, I would only trade very small positions with tight stops and carry the remaining profits into the network next week. Now, I'm not sure I would agree with that one, but that's one of his rules. Um, if you're trading well, just keep trading well. And you don't need to stop just because you've reached your profit target for the week. Because um, next week you might have a poor week. He goes on to say, I'd successfully employed this strategy every week for two months by not using any more than $10,000 of the available funds. And he was averaging 35 to 40% profit per trade. Okay, I had employed strict, unwavering discipline, sound money management principles, and kept a level, rational head. I only made businessman decisions, and I only took businessman risks. Every day I continually repeated my mantra that... I am so happy and grateful now that I'm a successful, profitable, and disciplined trader, constantly tra taking profits every week. Okay, but then Friday night came along, and I threw all rationale out of the window. I'd already surpassed my profit objective for the week, and hence had no reason to trade again that week, and had transferred profits out of the trading account the day before. Now maybe there was a full moon or something, maybe it was impatient, as I wanted to double my trading profits. Sick of and tired of being the tortoise, and I really wanted to be the fast and furious hare. But I decided to trade on the Friday night just for the hell of it, and ignored my own adage, remember to trade well, not to trade often. Now I shorted the DAX on the first half hours low on Friday night, and he's got in brackets impatient, equals should have waited for the first hour to get confirmation of the direction of the market. But the market decided to go up instead, didn't exit as I believed the DAX would come off. So I averaged down my loss, big mistake, by shorting another 100 contacts, a contract, sorry, and in brackets again, he's got naughty, naughty. And of course, the market kept rising and rising. Now, in brackets again, obviously trying to tell me something, but I choose not to listen to what the market was trying to tell me. Another really important point. In immense pain, and he's got in brackets stress and anxiety, I halved my position before the US opened in case the US rallied too much, dragging the DAX with it. Volatile morning session on the US Open as usual, so I closed out the DAX position on any pullbacks, equals $11,000 loss. So what next? We'll call it a night and go away, lick my wounds over the weekend and reassess where I went wrong. And in brackets, that would be too sensible. Of course not. What does any brain dead trader do when they take a big hit? Now the answer, try to win back I'm sorry, try to win it back, of course. So I went along with the, so I went long on the S&P 500 as I believe that I got the markets wrong or equals lack of faith in my own analysis. Naturally, the US market decided to range all night and whipsawing me in and out of long and short positions and increasing my losses, pain and frustration. Now, I could have taken small profits along the way on the S&P 500 in brackets, which I would have done happily if I wasn't carrying a big loss, bracket. But no, I wanted my blood money back and was hanging out for that elusive big hit that would win me back all of my lost money plus more, equals commonly referred to as taking revenge on the market. 
another brain-dead strategy. Then I took a huge short position on the SPX 500, ignoring sound, unemotional and rational money management practice. In the US afternoon session, hoping for the US markets to tank like the DAX eventually did. Yes, the DAX closed heavily south and would have put me in a $10,000 profit if I had stuck with my convictions. Equals, such is life, get over it, move on, past, etc, etc. And the US finally hit its highs on the day, leaving me with no option but to close out half of my short position in the last five minutes of trade, and now holding 1,000 SPX 500 short contracts for Monday, hoping and praying that markets come off. If not, I'll take my hit and close out as soon as possible when markets reopen on the Monday. Now, I eventually went to bed at 7am Saturday morning and rather shattered and distraught little puppy dog. So the net loss from my irrational, emotional and misguided, read brain dead, one night's trading frenzy, effectively wiped out all of this financial year's profits. Do you people hear this message loud and clear? Does this all sound too familiar? I personally have repeated the above nightmare numerous times over the past couple of years, costing me somewhere between $500,000 and $1 million. And I'm still waiting for that time where I learn my mistakes, once and for all. It is definitely not good enough to be 90% disciplined in this game, especially when you're using high leverage in volatile markets. You have to be 110% disciplined or stay out of the game. Now, it may only take a moment's distraction to undo all of the good work you have so diligently been employing. Now, I'm one of those who usually preaches to others about applying sound money management, stop losses, uh, or taking losses quickly, taking profits whenever the markets present themselves, sound trading psychology, consistency, discipline, blah, 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 blah. And yes, I've read and reread all the rules too. And yes, I will be revising the rules again and doing a lot more soul searching within myself. Sorry, but I am only human. I may be the 90% man, but in this game, you need to be the 110% man all of the time to produce consistent results. I will regroup and regain my composure for Monday's trading session and will then calmly, unemotionally and rationally make a businessman decision, depending on what the market tells me. Trust you can all gain some wisdom from my pain and suffering trades safely. That's the email that I got from this gentleman. Now, I know for a fact he didn't really do what he said he was going to do and um, he did suffer and continually suffer because he had that gambling mentality so and this is a real story um, and he did lose half a million to one million and in fact he's not the only one I've, I've had similar stories about this because I did ask him to write this email so that other traders can learn from him so he was great in doing that and being so open and honest in doing that but now he was trading uh, CFDs on an index in a very highly leveraged market you know one percent margin you remember um, one percent margin on his fifty thousand dollar account is five million dollars now a lot of people can't handle that so whilst he says you need to be 100 uh, percent you do need to be that when you're trading things like um, FX market and this is where I constantly get people all the time ringing up trying to trade FX who don't have even half of this person's knowledge actually probably not even 10% of this person's knowledge uh, and it really is an emotional roller coaster ride when you're trying to trade things overnight like he was trying to trade Friday night your brain is not supposed to work at night like that you know it's in and into early hours of the morning you're not used to your brain and your body can't handle it. it's under stress when it's staying up late so 
uh, the chances of you being super successful for very long is, is very, very, very low. So hopefully you've enjoyed, well, you might have been shocked by this story, but it is real, uh, as I said, but uh, hopefully you've enjoyed listening to this person's story. As I said, I thought it was so important to tell people in our advanced diploma um, course that I put this in it. And we've discussed it with some of these traders all the time, and, and they're, you know, they're really shocked. And I could actually give people this guy's name um, and tell them where he lives so they can talk to him himself. But uh, And he would repeat this story to them. I know he would do that, but uh, um, I haven't seen him for many, many years now. And he, he hasn't done any of my courses um, yeah, I'm not sure why he would have been profitable, but again, this is more of a psychology thing rather than a trading um, skill. He has the skill, he has the knowledge. This is a psychology issue for him in terms of wanting to chase back or win back those profits, as he said, you know, in terms of um, his irrational thoughts and saying he would try to get everything back pretty, pretty, pretty quickly. So anyway, I'll leave all that with you. Hopefully you've enjoyed this. Um, podcast. You've been listening to Talking Wealth and I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Good luck, good trading. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. For more information, products and services and detailed show notes with a transcript for this podcast, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the news and media tab in the navigation.